My name is Keen, and I do declare this is a dumpster fire. Oh my god, they loved me. They couldn't stop laughing. I'm James. <laughs> See, we've both gone for Blair Sinclair reads in our uh, in our opening lines. Uh, welcome back to Sit Step Pod. All Stars 5, episode 7 type. It's a stand-up challenge. One of my favourites. And one of the better episodes, I think. Yeah, one of the best ones this season. I think kind of like you've been just, you know... There was an awful lot of, like, trimming the fat going on. So this week, our guests are the hilarious PJ and Kevin from I'm Grand Mam podcast. Definitely worth checking out that podcast if you haven't heard of it. They're just two funny cork lads. Just a great banter. It's just like a chat with friends, a home away from home. So make sure you check it out. But for now, welcome PJ and Kevin to Pod. Kevin and PJ from I'm Grand, ma'am. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll start off with you, Kevin. How have you been enjoying All Stars 5 thus far? You know what? When they announced that they were doing like All Stars immediately after the last season, I was kind of like weak for it because, again, we're in the middle of lockdown and stuff. And But now I feel like I'm watching out of obligation almost. Do you know what I mean? I'm kind of like... Ugh. It's just, it's that thing of like drag, drag race. I will never probably not watch it as much as like sometimes I might give out about it. Um, it's been okay, but I think since... Um, I've started watching Drag Race Canada I've kind of been like oh my god like this is what I miss about Drag Race you know what I mean so I am enjoying it I'm, I'm like I'm enjoying watching it's something to do on my Saturday morning when I wake up and have my breakfast but like ugh, in terms of like it's ranking as an overall season I'm like meh you know what I mean kind of thing living for mm. Shay that's about it really do you know what I mean <laughs> Full stop. Full stop. And uh, PJ, you you wouldn't be the biggest Drag Race fan, am I right? Yeah, stop killing me now. I'm a bad gay, right? <laughs> and like, I I I do like I love Drag Race, like as in like I think it's amazing. But I it's so there's so many of them. I can't keep up. I sound mm. like I sound like my mom now. But like, there's just like there's a new Drag Race every time. But I I watched a few episodes of um, this All Stars and. I know all the green shirts, they're all, they're, that's the point of all stars, I'm sure I know them from before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I love Miss Cracker and uh, Shay as well, they're my girls, I love the two of them. So <laughs> okay. I was today, I was panicking because I was like, I'm going to come on, I'm going to know nobody. But I was watching a few episodes during the week when we knew we were coming on here and I was like, ah, sure, I know all these girls. Okay, so before we get into this week's episode, you guys, do just tell people where they can find your podcast, a bit about what it's about Ooh. and uh, when will you be back making episodes? Okay, mm-hmm. well, we need to figure that out us boss um, <laughs> I'll text you later PJ yeah. well, do you want to take this step? do you want to give the intro um, so basically our podcast I'm Grandmam we started it just over a year and a half ago um, we're two gay lads as you may have guessed or not guessed um, originally from Cork um, we're both living over in London and we basically kind of just talk about all gay bits and kind of it's very Irish Um it's very gay. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there to You're say really about this? You're really I'm really, I'm going in for the hard sell. Yeah, and basically we, uh, we're both I'm, obsessed with our mams and our mams tend to feature quite a bit and they have their yeah. own like agony and section in it and stuff. Mm. And yeah, it's kind of just having a skit really, isn't it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get it on all all good quality streaming platforms. Um, available on iTunes. Available on iTunes, <laughs> early, as you can say. Um, but also... Um, on Spotify and all that crap. Yeah. 
I think people really like those sort of podcasts where it just feels like you're like sitting in with people having a chat and you just kind of like listen away to kind of people just talking about stuff that you kind of vaguely know a bit about yourself. Um, yeah, because I like that as well. I like to feel like I like to feel like I'm kind of like having a chat with some friends. Yeah, exactly. When I'm listening to a podcast. Yeah. That's what that's what it is. We should have gotten you to do it. <laughs> I, I saw you struggling there and I thought I'd rescue you. <laughs> It's sitting down, having a chat, having a cup over two games. That's how it is. And I, t- I think it's quite nice for other people who are Irish and abroad because it's always nice to have that touchstone from home and hear those like familiar mm. voices. Yeah, stuff. yeah, that's mm. what we we all we get a lot of expats being like, "Oh, it's been really homesick uh, this week," so like listen to the podcast and thanks and stuff like that. Mm. It was lovely. Back to the episode. Why we're all here? Uh, Alters Five, Episode Seven, kicks off with the queens coming back from the previous week, and Cracker plays her usual, you know, season five trademark mind games being like this is going to be really awkward when i reveal who it is and then reveals it's alexis what is this game about i suppose she's kind of just doing it for shits and giggles is it i don't know if as much as a game because you know the way like juju and stuff is kind of laughing afterwards and stuff i did for a second think that she had blair's lipstick but um i don't know i don't know what is it a game that she's playing i'm kind of i think she's a bit of a bitch like i I love her but i just think she's she's good she's doing like killing my kindness like she's being so she's being so like obvious she's like oh yeah i don't care i'm gonna be ruthless and stuff like this but then she's actually being ruthless but because she's saying she's being ruthless and like yeah she's getting away with it you know what i mean oh yeah because with this and then later when she's like ordering stuff she's like just like you know methodically sociopathic and the like i'm gonna fuck each of you yeah. up and this is how i'm gonna fuck each of this you this is up. how i do and it they're all like oh cool <laughs> <laughs> but she's smiling so it must be nice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know it's just a sort of weird sort of like mind games but being like everybody i'm gonna play mind games with you and then play mind games which it's it's a weird uh, approach to sort of trying to control your own narrative we haven't seen it before in the show yeah um, and it's kind of mm. annoying me i have to say <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so juju says that this final four is the final four she had envisaged would you how though? would you how? agree kevin <laughs> yes kevin you take this um i actually well not so much, okay, so there might have been uh, leeway with regards to Blair. I had anticipated, to be honest, Juju Shea and Cracker as a mm. top three. So with regard to a top four, I could have given it to Alexis. I would have preferred maybe to have seen Alexis in this episode. Do you know what I mean? Because it was like comedy challenge and I do find Alexis to be, I think she was hilarious this season, you know what I mean? Mm. So, um... With regards to a top four, I don't know, did she see Blair in it? I think maybe people, because we didn't see as much of Blair on her season, we knew that she was able to like serve yeah. high-end looks and stuff. Serve high-end looks, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I could see BJ laughing. Um, so I think coming into the competition, I think when people saw her, they kind of knew that she had a high taste levels. So I think that was something to be feared, you know what I mean? Because they didn't know what she was going to produce on the runway, and that obviously counts for quite a bit, regardless of how someone how well someone does in the challenge you know what I mean yeah. so did I see her in my top did I see Blair in my top four no <laughs> <laughs> James are you shocked by this revelation I no I just I, I think I kind of like 
in all of these reality TV shows, it's like a trope where kind of like when you get to like the top four, everyone's like, this is exactly who I would like. And it's just like, yeah. whoever happens to be there, like the dregs, it's like, oh, this is exactly who I saw because like, that's just part of what you say. Um, but I do think that in this case, it's like particularly kind of like apparent that it's bullshit because Blair has been so like just mediocre the entire time. Mm-hmm. And should have gone home last week. And I don't understand why everyone... Like, I don't... I'd like to understand why everyone decided to send Alexis home when Alexis had performed really well throughout the competition. And even, like, in that challenge last week, if it had been, like, a normal setup, she wouldn't have been in the bottom. She would have been safe. uh, Exactly. I think think there's something we've been missing with Blair from the edit. Because, like, even when they're going to the run-through, they've been like, but Blair, you've been so this season you've been so polished I mean you've just really recreated yourself but I'm not sure if we've seen that as an audience yeah I just know I just thought she got lip fillers that's, yeah. all, <laughs> that's all that happened nothing else changed today <laughs> but as Jinx Monsoon said she came, Blair came back and she's a bad girl now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know I think we're, we're, we could be missing something with her you're right that like what, what are people seeing that we're not I have when they said oh like you've been consistently funny and you've been making the judges laugh I put down in my notes question mark you made notes <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> I, babe she's totally <laughs> prepared I can't believe babe you know I'm a nerd you know I love doing my typing bits <laughs> um, oh, do you think like the only thing that she seems to have like, it wasn't even her that did it. When Rue did the impression of her doing the, like, ooh, <laughs> that seems to have cracked everyone up. And they all seem to have just been laughing at that since it happened. But that wasn't even her no, doing it. No, and she didn't know it was funny. She was like, oh my God, it's no. funny. I'm going to latch onto that because that's all I have. <laughs> yeah. uh, we did forget as well to address the hilarious misunderstanding of Alexis's um, leaving message. <laughs> <laughs> Do your best. Be your best. I love that. Hashtag ass. <laughs> I was screaming. I still didn't get it afterwards, and they were like, "I like I I didn't register that was on stage five for a while. I should have la- I should have caught on sooner." Yeah. <laughs> so why were you laughing? Because <laughs> like, everyone was. It, it was the comedy challenge. I had to just go along with it. <laughs> I just love the image of you being on on on, on the couch, be like, <laughs> and then like a few minutes later, going, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> Cracker gets to choose the order. She says, "Juju Blair, Cracker Shay." She gives this clear explanation of why she's messing everybody up, and I kind of felt not only was it like I'm going to be honest with you, this is why I'm putting it there. It's also like I'm going to highlight the difficulty so that that's all you can think mm. about because you can kind of see then when Juju goes for her chat with. Jane and Ross that Juju didn't even contemplate that there could be positives to going first you know like Cracker really seemed to get into their head to be honest I don't know I don't know was it necessary in general like it was just like like when she said oh you're gonna go first and then there was this whole reveal about being like oh first is actually like a good thing I would I could have said that when she told me if she was like oh you're gonna go first because it's a disadvantage I would have been like oh no I actually want to go first you know I always think that if like they did a yeah. drag race in Ireland, it would just be so less dramatic because everyone would just be like, all right, yeah, whatever, you know what I mean? That's grand. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I do think, like, Blair did have the hardest position. So the way she kind of, she did kind of, like, give her kind of anxiety about that, I think, and that's why she overprepared. So I think, I think the way she explained it kind of, it worked in giving Blair, like, anxiety, basically, which is obviously amazing for 
cracker like so it, I think it was it was a good thing that she did it in that way for herself but like yeah it was whatever you know I, I think she knew what she was doing by putting herself as well after yeah. Blair you know like no one is expecting Blair to perform particularly well if I was arranging um, the running order I'd have put myself after Blair you know what I mean I wouldn't have put myself first I wouldn't have put myself last I'd yeah. have gone after Blair so I think what she did was she kind of did what everyone else would have done, only she went into this really long explanation about it. I think she likes to come across sometimes as if she knows everything yeah. and she understands yeah. the algorithm and she likes coming across as like kind of intelligent in that sense. It's like, no, this is common yeah. knowledge. The show's been around for a few years, honey. We all know the stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, Blair annoys me when she does this, oh, so you've underestimated me, rather than just being like what Juju was like when it was a sewing challenge to be like, this isn't my challenge. I'm not going to be very yeah. good. I can understand why you think I'm not going to be very good. But I think that with Juju, like Juju has like an enormous amount of talent and knows that she'll be able, like I think she's really, really confident <laughs> yeah. as a person, a performer. Doesn't. So she kind of is able to say, yeah. this isn't my bit. I'm going to be crap at this yeah. one, but knows that she'll be able to sell it to my, whereas I think Blair mm. is a bit more like, Ooh, yeah. I can't show any weakness to sharks in the water. Um, are gonna get me, but I do think that it was weird listening to Cracker lay out her reasoning because it was almost like you were listening to like a Drag Race reaction podcast where people <laughs> were like getting really deep into like yeah. the component parts of what way the queens are. It was like it was like a a, a reaction podcast Inception. within an episode. It was very unusual. Yeah. Um, I wonder is there a podcast out there that reacts to this podcast (laughs) there better be that just gave us an idea (laughs) you know you've made it when someone's reacting to whatever you can (laughs) Uh, so let's talk about the run through with Jane and Ross I think this is one of the best run throughs they kind of did I thought they both had uh, really good uh, critiques yeah, yeah. Mm. I, Jane was really funny. Jane is really funny. Yeah. She's hilarious. I love Jane. Mm. I, I did think, though, that I thought Juju's jokes when she came out were hilarious. I thought, like, when they were like, oh, it's making me think too hard. I was like, yeah, but it's funny. Like, that's what was funny. I yeah. thought it was yeah. so yeah. funny. <laughs> what did she say when she came out first about the sleep paralysis team? And I was wet myself. Oh, yes. we were, I was screaming. <laughs> and then they were like, no, nah, that's not funny. And I'm like, no, you're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I know they they, they did give him good guidance. So yeah, didn't they? I I thought that, that was a really funny idea, but like that if you weren't if you were sitting in a room, it mightn't it mightn't land. But then again, an awful lot of times, th- those joke like the comedy challenges on Drag Race are like cringy to watch at the best of times, yeah. mm. and and really like sort of just insulting the the people on the judging panel is kind of the only way to go if you want to be sort of safe. Yeah, <laughs> with what you're doing. Yeah. Turn it into another roast. Yeah, yeah completely. Exactly. Mm. That's what I yeah. saw it as. It was only when they were doing the challenge, I was like, that's. I know that's not the angle they had to take, but you're right, this kind of. Any deviation from that never really seems to land. It has to be, oh, I'm going to mock the other girls, or I'm going to mock Michelle Visage and her tits. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of. And any deviation from that doesn't really land at all, which is kind of just frustrating because it means everyone kind of has to follow the one formula. So you're kind of watching repeats mm. every year. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, you're you know you're exactly right because it's like make a joke about uh, Michelle riding Rue's coattails, make a joke about Michelle's tits, make a joke a joke about either Carson or Ross being gay, which everyone's on the thing, and then do that same line that they all do, which is uh, I was going to talk about such and such and such and such and such a person, but they were unavailable, and it's like that has been in every single like comedy challenge. It's like that exactly. Like, but Rue and Michelle still eat it up. 
Yeah. Very basic sense of humor. <laughs> talk a bit about Shay and the rose petals because Ross goes, why don't you talk about the rose petals? And Shay, you know, is triggered. She's like, don't mention that. I don't know if I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm trying to be understanding, but it's been a while now. It's been three years since that happened. Is she still that like upset by it? Do you think? Well, she was like, like I don't, e- I didn't even remember she was in that lip sync. Like I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. So like when she was when she was talking about being triggered, I was like, why is she triggered? Sasha Valor did a solo. Like, <laughs> but like, so obviously, if I'm not, if I can't even remember, it must be quite triggered. <laughs> so, but like, loads of other people have lost before. Yeah, I know. What yeah. You know? There's like literally 12, 13, there's like 40 odd other queens who've got to the top four who like haven't gone on to win and like will have been, you know, could, could be similarly triggered. Yeah, like Shangela never won, did she? No. Or yeah. did she? I, no. Yeah, no, she, and she's that poor girl. That poor girl gets rolled out the whole time. Does Shangela get triggered whenever she hears the word jury? Like, is, is yeah. the show providing all this like PTSD for queens? Yeah. I suppose. I was just, yeah, I was a bit surprised. It is like, I suppose. For me, like, I mean, I'm, I was obsessed with that moment of the rose petal reveal. And I think yeah. it's kind of like, maybe that is her thing. I mean, when she mentioned it first a few episodes back and she was speaking about it and how she had like a tough time, I did kind of, I definitely uh, sympathised with her. And I think maybe she's just carrying that as a bit of her, like, like her thing for us to latch on to, like, and that emotional mm-hmm. tag for us to be like, oh, like, you know what I mean? I do think it is probably kind of, being overdone a bit you know what I mean but I did having said that when she said it like when she used that for her material I did find it hilarious you know what I mean so no I think actually like her using it as the material was really hilarious it's just like the way it seems to have like really like damaged her entire like her soul her life has been sort of like the light of her life got turned off for years because of this woes battle moment it's like well is that a bit of an overreaction is it like a bit entitled of you to have assumed that you deserved to win and then like not winning? Cause like that was, a, that was also the top four when she talked about it a couple of weeks ago and she talked about it in the context of like fans appearing and rocking up to things and like bringing rose petals and how she kind of would like have to like politely laugh at this moment that had been like real super kind of hard for her. Like that is a bit sad, but then like going on and on and on about it again yeah. and like how sort of entitled almost, I find that a little bit, I was just a little because, bit like, Because the, the moment looks like, it doesn't really look bad on her. It just looks good for Sasha. It's not like Asia O'Hara and the butterflies. Like, you understand if Asia's mm. triggered by butterflies, because she fucked <laughs> up there. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Shay didn't fuck up, she just got beaten. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I don't think there's anything else we need to talk about pre uh, the actual stand-up. Or is there anything, James or, or Kevin, no, you I have in your notes? Of, like, they kind of flew through things and got right into yeah. it. Um, like the... The like I I felt that the 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 James bit when she was like chanting them she was like she was giving good feedback and I think that they kind of set you they they didn't really mislead you too much on who was going to do well except with Blair where they seemed to suggest that Blair that was she was going to really kill well. it yeah again prior to the actual stand up then I the moment that caught me was I did sense that Shay obviously we had her like burping or whatever in the workroom but I was like <laughs> and the fact that she was like preparing. Like this, you could tell like that she was going to wear that stunning dress. So I really did think yeah. that she was. I know everyone's going to be nervous because it's like comedy challenge. You never know what way it's going to go. I could like her, 
her nerves were palpable. I don't have that written in the notes. That came up in my head on this one. But you know what I mean? I was, I was oh fearing. God, no, I, it was the, but the burp, you know those like pre-show burps like that come. I'm, I'm a thespian myself. I come from an acting background. There is, you know what I mean? I could sense that she was quite nervous with the challenge. Are yeah. pre-show burps a thing? No, I do. I get you the burp. burp before we do. Before we do our show, you don't burp. You just like. <laughs> hey, we're recording in our, our kitchen table in the East London. The live shows, babe. I was burping. I was burping. You are burping. <laughs> you can burp under he was your breath. Using himself to go and burp. Exactly. Oh, okay. It was Maybe part it was of the process. Secret, secret burp. <laughs> also, I wasn't getting nervous. I was very much prepared for that. But in other instances. Where you're not as prepared, I can understand. Anyway, moving on from the burps. Well, that's, in- that's interesting. Someone should do a study into, um, you know, burping versus unprepared performances. Well, I, I have heard about, like, a nervous fart, but yeah. I have never really experienced that. It's like your stomach's just, just your... being you know, I don't know. I'm yeah. not going to mimic it now, so, you know, to spare the listeners. <laughs> okay, let's jump on to the actual stand-up. Juju was up first. James, what do you think? Um, I thought it was really distracting how they all had their notebooks. Yeah. Mm. I, I, like, I'm just like, you, you should... Because also, they're professional drag queens, which they host shows all the time. So, like, they should have enough, like, wherewithal to just... I mean, this is like... I say it as if I've ever stood on stage and done comedy for five minutes. But, like, they should... You, you would imagine that they'd have enough cop on to be able to just like know the outline of what they're going to say and just say it and understand that the delivery is going to be really impa- impacted by them like staring into their notes <sighs> which is even from like a, a visual point of view it's going to look really awkward to so the awkward mm. yeah it was, it was so like be off book you know what i mean it was mm. like you could tell and that's kind of what like made it so awkward with blair i was like when she was like uh, this, like trying to turn the page. And it was. Like, yeah, was. Well, the edit didn't help her either. <laughs> yeah. they, they, I'm sure they cut all the music and everything when she was turning the page. It was so rude. But even the fact that they used like an actual notebook. I was like, hello, did any of them do public speaking in transition here? Where are the glance cards? They'd have been, you know what I mean? That they could have popped <laughs> away. It was this, and it was the, but as well, I don't understand. <laughs> Blair's material was obviously like on one page to another to, and she was flicking back. I was so I like that's the type of TV I don't enjoy watching. I get too stressed out watching it. Like I needed a yeah. Xanax after watching it. In my notes, it. I wrote ah ah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was so cringy. Um, uh, Juju's actual comedy bit, though, like I, I don't know, like I didn't find it particularly funny. I thought that she was a bit flat, and I expected so much more from her because, like. Throughout the whole season, her talking heads have been absolutely Brilliant. hilarious. Yes. All this crack about her cats and stuff. It's like, you know, where was, where was, like, that would have been really funny. Just talking yeah. about a drag queen with a load of cats. Yeah. But I think because they critiqued her so hard, like, on her first thing that I thought was mm. fun on her, um, in when they would run in through the challenge, I think she was probably like, oh, should I have to play it safe now? Because... Yeah. People won't get my jokes if they're too like elaborate or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's maybe why it was like more safe or set. Yeah. I think yeah. Juju is one of those queens that's funny without trying. Yeah. I know her. The bit of Greta Paltrow was great. Like if if a woman who can convince women to put stones in their pussy can't convince you to sell your book, then what else? <laughs> what have you done I wrong? clutched my pearls at that. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the only mention of pussy at all in her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've kind of touched on Blair. It was just a car crash, and I just was so cringy watching it. 
she was a bit mean, wasn't she? Like, yeah. I, thought, yeah. I remember being like, that's just kind of mean, like, not funny mean. <laughs> and apparently, in, in Untucked, they talk a bit about how the way she wrote her notes, she wrote the feed line and then had to turn the page to get to the punchline. Oh, God. <laughs> what? That's such poor planning. What the heck? <laughs> Why did she think that was a good idea? I also wrote down in my notes, uh, tumbleweed, crickets, and the sound of my mother vaping from the kitchen. It was just, there was nothing that, there was nothing that, la- I just couldn't get, I don't know, it was just, what it wasn't enjoyable for me. No, and I don't really, no. even, and the thing is with these challenges, sometimes it's kind of funny to watch people not do well, you know what I mean? But I don't even, I find like, especially when it's stand up and the, they're there to be funny, I find it so hard to watch when it goes the other way. Yeah. No, because you want to see people do well. Like that's like as, as yeah, funny as it is sometimes to see kind of like the, the car crash auditions on like X Factor and stuff. Like you really want to see people do well and you want to like be kind of, you know, entertained. So in that, watching that was just like, I, I wanted to fast forward through it. I just, I was like, this is going, this started off really bumpy and it just got worse and worse. And you're like, just get her off the stage. Someone get her off the stage. Her week was nice though. It was a nice week. Yeah. Yes. She looks good. Yeah, that's good, PJ. Good. A bit of positivity. Yeah, end on the high. End on the positive note. <laughs> uh, Cracker was up next. I was expecting better from Cracker, just because you know she's an, a stand-up comedian. I think she did well to lift the energy. Like you yeah. could tell, it, the cosplayers have flatlined so much. I think um, Cracker really came out with this vigor, and she really she had a tough job to take the audience who are obviously down here. She really True. had to take them up to her level from the outset. I think she succeeded in doing that. Um, her content, yeah, it was like characteristically cracker. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the whole American stand-up game anyway. Not many of my favorite comedians are. So, like, I think what she did, like, she was saying true to herself, it was like, like it wouldn't be my humor level. I I could appreciate what she did. You know what I mean? Maybe what I was expecting was a Bianca Del Rio, like, you know, you've got. 20 jokes per minute just like bam 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 mm-hmm. and I maybe I should just expect that she's a different type of comedian and I should you know just sort of judge her on on that so maybe I was being unfair mm. I mm. just thought I thought her body the body shaming joke was funny but it was also a bit like oh okay people like yeah people really do like suffer when like yeah body dysmorphia yeah. Yeah. and as well all the gays like the gays have the worst body dysmorphia me but yeah so I, would, yeah. I did laugh but then I was also like oh I don't know what's that like I wouldn't have picked out of all the jokes I could have picked for like mm. point in tele- time television I yeah. wouldn't have picked that one I had that same reaction to it and also I got annoyed because it did like the joke she was like I'm not a fan of body dysmorphia and then like the punchline was but actually it's great you know like it was yeah. like it, it, it didn't actually make sense the two parts together yeah because um, yeah. like, I thought it was, it was funny but you are right it is sort of like a weird because even there was like that the joke about how much estrogen Ross Matthews had when you have like like big conversations about the inclusion of like trans people and stuff it's all like it it's all it's all just a bit like there's a couple of them where it's just like this i, I don't know and yeah i and don't know there was a like, couple of problematic things and i wouldn't be the pc police like i would be, I, I can take a joke and i would be quite foot <laughs> like i would be also making like jokes that are kind of risque as well but yeah. i was just kind of like oh i don't know like you need to be careful as well like you yeah. know what i mean no i think yeah. definitely if you're go- if you're going to make a joke in a in a in an area where like there's like proper oh, oh, it needs to be worth any offence that might be caused mm-hmm. it's funny enough and I don't think that that some of the jokes really were as funny as they needed to be for kind of like the direction they went in mm-hmm. I said I really liked her makeup in the Saint Crackers which wouldn't be like 
I don't remember myself thinking ever thinking throughout the series, oh my god, Crackers make yeah. it and stuff. But I did like it in the stand up set for some reason. I think did she do like a blue underline kind of thing under yeah. the eye? I have no makeup expertise, <laughs> so I don't know what I'm saying, so I'd love to move swiftly <laughs> <Yeah>. onwards. <laughs> I need to realise I don't have to read out every note that I've written down. You know what I mean? <laughs> so just, like... just, just, just like Ross Matthews said to Blair Sinclair, or was it your man Sean? You've got a, you've got a lovely notepad full of tweets. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. I love that line, by the way. That was brilliant. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, he, he's great. I, lo- I love him. Uh, let's, Shay was up next, and I thought... No, maybe it was the gown. Maybe it's just Shay herself. But I thought she had great presence on the stage. She did, she had quite a low joke per minute ratio. But like you were interested to see where she was going with it. And like even though it wasn't that funny, it was I thought really engaging. I think she would have done better if this was a one woman show task rather than a stand up task. Mm-hmm. I, did, yeah. I I could have watched her do anything. She just looked stunning, didn't she? Yeah, she looks so perfect. Yeah, she's just that polished performer, and she's like. That's the thing. I think you can set her out doing anything and give her any task. She will kind of. She might do the best out of everyone in the room, but she'll always give like a credible performance. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, she and she even knew she was like, well, I might be in the funniest in that stage, but oh my god, I'm going to be the most stunning up there that I, I'm going to yeah. have the audience engaged with me. You know what I mean? So and also, I really enjoyed that like the coming to America reference joke and stuff. It, you could tell like, and I know she said she'd only come up with a lot of her content that morning, but that like there. were there was intelligence behind it. It wasn't just like the slapstick, I'm going to attack you, um, yeah. I'm going to mock you about this. It was, you know what I mean? Yeah, there was, it wasn't there just was, a roast um, either. It was, it was, it was heightened. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, there was quality as opposed to just like quantity of getting out as many like yeah. um, rails per minute. Do you know what I mean? She, she obviously as well really implemented the feedback she got the previous day and was like, she went and thought about it and then managed to come up mm-hmm. with some material from that, which I think the judges will have appreciated. And she just like, it goes it goes back to Juju and Cracker who like had their notebooks. I just think even the fact that she wasn't holding a notebook gave her this commanding presence. Like mm. the fact that she didn't yeah. have to be referring back to her notes. And you could yeah. think she's going to be someone you could rely on to like host something really well or who's mm. going to be able to like, who's just going to be able to control a room or a crowd and has the confidence to do it. Mm. Yeah. I think what Blair said um, afterwards, after like the judges critiques about um, when Cracker came out and Cracker did a cracker show for the audience I think yeah. that's what was like lacking from like Blair and stuff who was going out and was like I'm a contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race and I need to try and impress these judges it's like yeah. you've, you've done the groundwork and stuff you have a name for yourself regardless just go out and have you, that was what was missing Cracker was having fun you could tell Shay was having a bit of fun with it that's what was yeah. like lacking from the from uh, Blair's performance I think yeah Yeah. okay so we head over to the runway yeah girl bring it to the runway Henry was was freak out and first up was Jujubee and I I think this was one of the top three looks all season just because Jujubee has been kind of so like plain like just kind of hitting the mark this was such a departure for her and I loved it mm, so cool I loved the clashing prints I loved the skin tight silhouette on Ray. yeah Mm-hmm. No, the the like huge high like wedge platform heels, the like chain boa thingy. I, I yeah, she yeah. looked she looked stunning, and I loved the mask. And then she took it off, and she had the like the glitter tears. Like it was all the makeup was so stunning. well thought through. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad yeah, she took off the mask because when she came out first, I was like, I was like, oh, this is unreal. I was like, I'd love, I'd love to see her face. And then when she took it off, I was like, oh, unreal. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. It was kind of club kid. It was really kind of out there like bang on the money with regards to the theme and stuff I yeah. loved it 
Yeah. Now the team, the team came out of nowhere. Like I, I thought they usually like show them prepping the outfits and shit like this. They were literally like, okay, the challenge is over. Now onto the runway. <laughs> <laughs> do, do they do that all the time now? Is that the new thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, because usually, usually they're usually the challenge and the runway are so, like challenge and the runway are kind of like. In one, together? okay. Yeah, sometimes. Never mind, no experience. <laughs> with the I actually, I thought we were getting a disco theme first of all when they announced. That's what or, I had assumed or freak as well. Out. Yeah, so, and then I was kind of politely because I'm kind of thinking disco is so done on that show. You know what I mean? And we tend yeah. to see it a lot, even like when the theme isn't explicitly disco. So I was kind of relieved to see that it was like the other, you know, spectrum of the scale. So. Yeah, kind of the same way Michelle Visage wants everyone to do at least one Glamazon look. I kind of feel I want everyone to do one sort of club kid look, just to mm, kind of show yeah. their range. And that was yeah. that I saw this one. Uh, yeah, Blair was up next, and I thought this, even though it had a face mask on, which I thought was very prevalent for the times that it was shown in. I thought this was a mess. I thought she just layered loads of pennies clothes on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> It was very girl and I beat that, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, no. I thought it was very Bjork. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so <laughs> and then she just the, the body shake and then the shh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her legs are so skinny as well. She must be freezing all the time. Mm, perish. Uh, I yeah no I agree with you. It kind of looked like a load of stuff. Like it sort of looked, this might might be offensive to 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 people, but like kind of <laughs> sort of straight girl goes for their first pride, runs into Claire's accessories, and gets like a ton of crap that's like various neon colors <laughs> and a bit sort of you know jazzy, and then it's like look I'm ready I'm here you know like that. It was exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't understand the Dalmatian like bodysuit thing. The like not even a bodysuit. It's a Leotard, leotard. It was yeah. a leotard that she wore. Well, it was full length, so it was a unitard. Would that be correct? Oh, well. was it uni? Was it, <laughs> was it full length? I can't remember. I can't remember what she was wearing. Was, yeah. I did. You know what? I think I suppose like like a theme like that when it's um, we even see how much like differently um, Cracker interpreted it. I think there is like a lot like the, in essence the theme was just come out looking like a freak. So I suppose there was a lot of room for interpretation there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it wasn't a fashionable freak. That was an unfashionable freak, in my yeah. humble <laughs> opinion. But sure, look, there you go. Cracker came out looking like something from American Horror Story. Were you impressed, PJ? I was, like, I was shook because I, I did get taken to American Horror Story straight away with the face. And then I was like, is she going to just wear that for the whole thing? And then when she did the reveal, I was like, it's kind of, I was kind of, it was kind of iconic, I thought, when she came out as in the bejeweled thing. Mm. I don't know, was the start necessary? Like, did she have to... Have the mask yeah. in the whole of Did it add anything? I loved the plague doctor thingy that she had on first. I thought it was I thought it was like super different and like mm. it made me wonder like whether they're like because you know the way they're given the different categories that they have to prepare looks for was like one of yeah. them like to do with having a mask. Because like the three of like the three other with the exception of Shay everyone on this runway like had a had a mask element to their look so i was like maybe this is like i don't know but i i loved it i thought it was great but i did think her kind of like dark evil death woman look was just flawless really the best mm. she's looked all season i love the eye when she yeah. shared like, the, yeah, yeah, the contact that was stunning yeah that was really interesting and then shay came out uh with her hand-dyed mongolian coat um <laughs> and i kind of thought like 
okay, I think this is slightly elevated from season nine, but like maybe only by like 10%. And I think in comparison to the other girls, it looked a lot less elevated. Yeah, it looked like, like I, I'd wear that, I'd wear that to like a festival or something. Yeah. Go like, on away. You would. I, could, I When I saw that, I was like, she looks You'd really like cool. You'd like to wear it to a festival, but you wouldn't be wearing it, would you? But I would, yeah. <laughs> okay, go on anyway. But I, when I was like, she looks really cool, but she doesn't look like she's on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars, you know. But yeah. we're watching the same show. I, I think that she, I think she set herself up with a big ask for the runway after coming out in the challenge, looking so absolutely spectacular that it was kind of like you you had seen her like you were just like i was like i just want to see you in that red dress with that like amazing little you know bob wig because I, I yeah i think her her look was was good but it was it was better than blair's but it wasn't as good as cracker or no. or Gigi's. yeah that's what i'd say i love the bandit on the nose yeah i think see the thing is as a whole put together look i just thought like this I get that, like, obviously, Shay's been, like, a clear frontrunner from the beginning. So, like, I get that they're being, like, that bit harsher on her with regard to, like, the critiques. But, like, Michelle Visage are, like, um, like saying that, oh, I don't know if it's, if it's as much freaky as it is fun. Like, it was just as, like, freaky, or her interpretation of, as, we'll say, um, Blair's or Juju. You know what? No, well, Juju's was way more I think, I think the issue here is Shay has such a history of being so sort of diverse and pushing the box that if you just saw Shay in that outfit and you were told to guess the theme, I don't think you'd say, oh, freaky couture. It would have been like kind of 90s, you know, inspired looks. More so, like, it would have been more toned down. Only because I think it's Shay and, like, she can really take it far and she can really push the envelope that I feel she could have pushed further. But that's just me. Are you odd? Are you odd, Kevin? I'm not odd. I just think... <laughs> if I rocked up to a fucking nightclub... Excuse my French. Can we cross on this show? Of course you can. Of course. Of course. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I think if I was to rock up to a gay club and I saw a drag queen, Shane Collet, arrive out in that outfit and do some freaky number, I'd be fucking blown away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know what this is. is I know it's not. we're not looking at, like, you know, Saturday night in our local uh, yeah. gay bar. And it is more like it's primetime television. It's Netflix, but like at the same time, I don't know. I just I don't know. Maybe I'm too much of a Shay Stan. She can do no wrong in my book. We're always supposed to have different opinions. Otherwise, this podcast would just be saying yes. <laughs> so Cracker wins. Do you agree with that? Based on the critiques, I think maybe she should have won. Um, I, to be honest, I would have given it to Shay. No shocks there. Um, yeah. And as well, I would have, you know what, I know it sounds awful, I would have preferred to have seen someone else lip sync as well. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I've kind of, mm. and I just think, I don't know, maybe this is my head and I've created this narrative, but I feel like they've been trying to put the wins away from Shay just so it's not completely obvious when she takes the season at the end, she takes the crown. Yeah. I said what I said. Okay. I said what I said, girls. <laughs> I I kind of I, I I kind of agree that I think if if Shay had had and I know this is going to be triggering now, like the rose petals and the butterflies, if Shay had had a better <laughs> runway look, I think she would have won. 
Um, mm. Because I think her material was really good and she did that thing they love where she listened to the judges' critiques and took that on board. Uh, and her, like I thought her set was, was quite funny. But I think as it was, because Cracker's like, look on the runway was so strong and also she'd done really well in the chance that she did deserve to, to win. But I completely agree is that I would much prefer to have had a Shea Coulee lip sync against... Um, although not to that song because that song was fucking abysmal we'll get, we will get <laughs> that's a separate podcast episode I feel yeah. oh my god it's like yeah RuPaul what were you thinking <laughs> I actually wanted Juju to win because I didn't think she was like she was less funny than Cracker and she was less engaging than Shay but not by that much and I just thought she so outshone everybody else in the runway mm. and I was just like oh give it to Juju and then everyone has two going into the finale and it's going to be such a tight end so I, that's who I kind of wanted to win but I understand why Cracker caught it what about you PJ? Yeah I, I wanted Juju to if, if we were judging on the runway alone I think Juju should have won mm, but like yeah. I think if we're judging it from the whole ep, like the whole the challenge and the runway like Cracker deserved to win really didn't she? Yeah Maybe if Juju had the last spot maybe she might have been more memorable because I'm even thinking I was again just trying to think of Juju's set again and it's again like you said it's not that it was particularly bad it, it was maybe that she went first I don't know you know what I mean yeah that we kind of had to forget I, I think that if she had committed to just performing without her notepad that it would have mm. yeah true actually you kind of don't really deserve to win if you're not off board yeah I forget that she had the notepad actually you're right sorry yeah. get that notepad out of my face <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was like a slim, slim, slender iPad or something. You know? yeah, exactly, yeah. Just like scrolling through It was through just jokes. like a notes app. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're Kevin's on his notes on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so then there's, there's the deliberations and they are emotional as. They're all like, they all seem very close friends. None of them seem to want uh, to go home. If you watch Untucked, uh, Shay said oh I didn't win oh no I'm in the bottom but at least I don't have to learn that stupid lipstick <laughs> lip sync because <laughs> like I listening to the song I was enjoying it I hadn't heard it before I was like this is a nice song but like it did not go anywhere it, no. but I think they gave that. I think they gave that song because they knew Cracker would then be able to win because like if they if they played anything with a bit of a beat or <laughs> Kennedy Davenport was that that's what came back yeah right? it was yeah she <laughs> would have been flipping all over the gaff and being unreal but sure she couldn't do nothing to that <laughs> like at one stage Cracker did a cartwheel and I was like that was random like yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. so I think they gave yeah. her that song because they knew then all they have to if she gets every word right she's just gonna win you know what I mean yeah but you see the thing is that they, they all knew that that was gonna be the lip sync because they, they get the, the songs in advance so they knew that one was left what I don't understand is why did they book Kennedy Davenport for a song that doesn't have any dance opportunities like yeah it was so stupid why yeah. did Kennedy Davenport not rip off that caftan Yes, because she whatever kept tripping was over it. it. <laughs> and I was like, babe, we don't need to see it. Maybe maybe it's been a while since she was last on television. Maybe she was a bit body conscious. I don't know. <laughs> I thought there was no need for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, give me the full fantasy. Lose the caftan, babe. Was it a caftan? Yeah. Was it just like a kind of summary shrug? She gives a few like dramatic, like big billowy turns in it. But after you've got two or three of them, like get rid of it. And then you're free yeah. to, to actually move. They both were doing a lot of turns, and I think that's because they didn't know all the words. They were like, don't oh. know the words this bit, let me just turn on the spot. <laughs> I mean, when that's they revealed theory. Kennedy, I will say, I did go, <gasps> I'm nervous for Cracker. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kind of went, and then, mm. like, with that song, sure, it was anyone's game. Like, if they'd have given I'd, it to Kennedy, I'd have gone, huh? I'd have, I'd have been expecting, I'd have expected the, 
that the the freak out song. That's what I had been expecting yeah. the, the the lip sync to be. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. But then when I was like, I was like, this is like a weird country take, and like not really like I can't like maybe. Sometimes I wonder with the, the lip sync songs that, that like we over here don't understand or know or get is like are is there like gay clubs around America like losing their shit for these songs that they're yeah. iconic for the for a particular place? Well, it was speaking to, it was speaking to Blair's soul. Just see when it, it cut to her on one stage, she was like <laughs> she was crying like cut to her chest. I was like, what happened to you with this song? Do you know what I mean? Because she knew but, she was going home. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Blair's makeup that made her look so upset? She was really forlorn and I couldn't get my head around it. Was it that worry that, oh, I'm going, I know I'm going home? Or was it, was it so. the makeup? I think her makeup made her look really sad. I don't yeah. know why I'm speaking yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, I just think, oh, of all the gay bops that exist in the world, and you're going to hit us with that. And as well, like, I, oh my God, I'm no stranger to country. I enjoy my country bops. <laughs> I enjoy my Shania's. I enjoy my Dallies. Mm-hmm. Hit, you know what I mean? Casey, my Casey Moss. Give me a bit of that. But like, I, I don't know. I don't want to disrespect the artist again. Like you said, maybe it is a bit of an icon in some like Southern American state. Yeah. I might listen. In, I might listen to it on like a Sunday brunch moment. You know, when yeah. you're making the eggs. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it, yeah, sort of a warm moment of reflection as you're as, yeah. you're, as you're preparing your scrambled egg. I mean, absolutely. I see it for that, but not so much for the, the All-Stars 5 um, lip-sync for your legacy. But I just... Exactly. Also, was, was Cracker always do, doomed, well, doomed, you know, was she always going to win? Because what were they, how were they rolled over that extra 10 grand? That's what I thought about. Know? So I figured that no matter what happened, she probably would have won. I think that if she hadn't won, they would have added that extra 10 grand into the winner's pot. The winner's told her, maybe. Uh, Blair gets sent home by Cracker, and the other queens voted for Blair as well, apart from Blair herself, who voted for Jujube. I don't think anyone was surprised by that outcome. So that leaves me to ask you, I'll start with you, PJ, are you team Jujube, team Cracker, or team Shay for the crown? Uh, I was torn between Jujube and Shay, just because I love Jujube in my heart, Like, so I just think she's so, I want to be friends with her. But mm. I think Shay, mm. I think Shay. Okay, hashtag team Shay, team Kevin, Shay. the same? Yeah, kind of very much echoing that. Team Shea all the way, but I think Juju made this season. Like, I've yeah. all season, I thought, um, or Eartha Kitt when she did that in the Snatch Game of Love, I was. And as well, that's one of those memes that's going to be around for a while. We've seen it circulating Twitter, the, mm, a very yeah. sensible 74. I, I scream. My mother, like, who doesn't watch Drag Race, I showed her, because I know she'd know who Eartha Kitt was, I showed her the yeah. Snatch Game, yeah. and she was weak for it. So... Obsessed with Jujube, long may live her legacy. Shade to <laughs> That was dramatic. James? <laughs> I, I, I think that this season would have been unwatchable without Jujube. Like, it would have been unwatchable television without Jujube. And I think for that, she deserves to win. I'm, I think I'm team, team Juju. Definitely team Juju. And Shay needs to get over this rose petal thing as well. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to know because I find myself, am I motivated by redemption? Like, I, f- I want Shay to win because I want her redemption for the rose petals. I want Juju to win because she's been third twice. She leads a win. Cracker has had the best track record, so maybe she deserves to win. But I don't know what it is. I haven't really warmed towards Cracker this season. Don't know what it is. Maybe it's like a GG good thing where she keeps doing too well. I find myself... If I had to choose, like, who do I think is the best all-rounder, I'd probably go with Shay. So I'd probably be Team Shay. It's that pink coat that Cracker keeps wearing in the workroom. Get rid. That's why you're not warm to <laughs> Honestly. 
It gives me the fear when I wake up on a Saturday, even if I haven't been out drinking on the Friday night, when I see that coat appear in the work in my bathroom. <laughs> What do you think the phone call's about? Really? Maybe they're yeah. bringing back Nasha Lopez again. <laughs> that would be it. Yeah. If they're just putting Nasha Lopez into the top four, they're like, come on, here. I would be like, absolutely gagged. I'm like, I'm here that, for that twist. And that twist That would be only. an acknowledgement that the producers have realised it's as much of a shit show. <laughs> yeah. we exactly, yeah. Really? Next week? Oh, whatever could it be? No, it's yeah. 100% going to be that the cast is coming back. All right, thank you for listening this week. Uh, as always, we will be back with you on Wednesday with a fucking fantastic episode of Drag Race Canada. Oh my God. If you have not yet watched Drag Race Canada, get on board. Get that WoW Presents. The, this season, that episode alone is worth your three euro this month. I, it really is. It, you are going to, you will, you will, you will live and you will die. Uh, so we'll be back on Wednesday uh, with an episode of that. So, you know, stay tuned to the feed for that. Meanwhile, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Pod. Like us, interact with us. Let us know what your thoughts on this episode were. Vote. Yeah. Are you Team Shea? Are you Team Juju? Are you Team Cracker? Let us know. Uh, so we've been running Fancy League, as many of you know. Uh, there's only, like... <laughs> There was nobody chose Blair, so the people who chose Miss Cracker ends up winning this week. So you'll know you if that's you. Next week, though, it's going to be a bit different. You're going to have to predict many elements about the final episode of Drag Race, and the winner of that episode will win a Just Eat voucher. So stay tuned. Have a look at our bio on Instagram for the link to the Fancy League, and best of luck. Until Wednesday, have a lovely weekend, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.